Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover a new character every week from Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. And I'm Steven. And we are sans Brandon today. Uh, unfortunately, we got another another one of our characteristic scheduling issues, but we'll carry on without him. Uh, how are you today, Brad? Uh, I'm doing pretty good today, I think. Pretty good, you think? Okay. Yeah. Uh, how are you today, Steven? I'm doing excellent, Fred. I'm here at the game store. I just finished up playing some games of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I am jealous. I'm jealous I haven't gotten to play this week. Uh, I am doing very well myself. It is a beautiful day out right now, and I am back to my patented outdoors recording. So if you hear any sounds of nature, it's because I'm outside. Nature sounds. Hey, <laughs> nature uh, sounds. All, right. Uh, uh, all right, so how are... Let's talk about some stuff that we've got going on right now with Marvel Crisis Protocol. So news and announcements-wise, there's not a whole lot to talk about. They're, they've been pretty quiet. They have officially released the cards for the Immortal Hulk, but uh, we've already covered them. <laughs> yes. And they're underwhelming just in general. So we, I'm just pointing out that they released that and... Now, I think that's the only news that's involving Marvel Crisis Not Protocol quite, that we have. Fred. Not, Not quite. quite. Okay. We have What's going on? We have an exclusive from the floor of Adepticon. Okay? Someone someone snapped some pictures of a couple official mats that maybe we'll see for sale at some point. There's no information on if they're going to sell them or whatever, but AMG has them. They are official licensed product. There's Okay. There's like a techie-looking X-Men one, like it might be the floor of the danger room. And then there is a Wakandan one with like a road and there's like some pavement area and some desert area that looks pretty cool. Fred, you can see those in our local personal discord since you oh missed, okay <laughs> i did i must have uh but uh do they come pre-marked with all of the no, new no. stuff on them? no okay. an official mat will never be pre-marked because they because that's too convenient no <laughs> it's, it's too they they told when this started coming out they said that they would not be doing that and that you should buy a blank one. Um, and that was kind of a warning that they are going to change things like they did. Right. 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 So that, it's basically that... leaving it blank leaves it future proof, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Well, the, the new, the ones that are pre marked still have a lot of use. Yeah. They're still very useful. The only circles that you don't use, I think, are the A's. Yes. And that's because nothing is A anymore. And nothing, nothing is A. Nothing will be A because they took A out. Yeah, so Who now knows? the maybe uh, maybe the next rotation will have A and like L through R or something. <laughs> in the in the alphabet for AMG, A does not exist. So now they are just MG. 
that was terrible, and I apologize yeah. to everyone. I've I've shortened everybody's lives with that joke. That was an, <laughs> that was an inappropriate joke. All right, well, let's move on uh, to something that we do have more a lot more information on, and that is a game called Marvel. <laughs> nope, it's called Star Wars Shatterpoint. It is not a Marvel product. <laughs> <laughs> It is a, <laughs> but it is from AMG. So uh, it's Marvel received... Comics presents Star Wars because <laughs> they have the license Star for Wars. Star Wars comics. Only comic characters are in this game. No, no one from oh. the movies <laughs> or anything. Uh, oh boy! Okay. So here's what we have: we have demos going on at Adapticon, and so. Information will probably be coming out after this podcast this weekend. Uh, more details about the game. But right now, people have taken pictures of the carts on the demo tables and posted them on Facebook and stuff, so you can probably find them. If you're in any Shatterpoint Discord, you've probably seen them by now. Uh... We also have, I saw pictures of dice today. So the defense dice have two each of block expertise and failure, which is kind of boring. Yeah. The attack dice are a little more interesting. They have one crit, three hits, two expertise, and two failures. Okay. So at least it's does, not... Uh, does it Two, 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 two. Does an expertise count as a hit? No. Like in, no. Okay. No. So it's not like wild in the in Marvel Crisis Protocol. No. So an expertise gives you, depending on how many you get, you get to. There's like a separate a table that gives yeah. various effects. So it might be that if you get from one to three expertise you get a block but if you get four or more you get a block and you change one of their crits to a failure or something okay so it is like a parallel system to the main system okay so uh, on the to hit dice it's not six of eight hits. It is no. It, it, it is four. Fifty-fifty. Yeah. Is it's four hits and one of them crits. Okay. Yeah. Three three hits, one crit. Uh, and then you have your expertise right. that help right. in a way, <clears throat> and then you have two failures. So those two failures do nothing, kind of. <laughs> so like. Which character was it? One of the characters I was looking at, reading over their card, and if I think it might be Asage Ventress, if you attack her and you get a failure, you take damage. Ooh! So not only okay. did that fail, but she damaged you back. She hurt she you. She parried you. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and um. We only have like a couple clones and they work well together. It looks like maybe that'll be a thing like if you put a bunch of clones, the clones work well together. We know for a fact that even though the Mandalorians are from two different sects of Mandalorians that don't get along, 
their rules work really well together, which is cool. Okay. I like that. What are, what are your feelings uh, on all the information that we've got? Like, what's your takeaway? Uh, I'm still... I still want to play the game to like really feel it out, but I'm pretty optimistic about this. Okay. As being just a okay. fun game to play with my friends. Okay. Yeah, I'll get it. And <clears throat> you and I can play at least. I think All right. I think Let's it'll be more than just us, Fred. <laughs> I think you're probably right. All right, let's let's move on. Let's move off of of Shatterpoint. Uh, so we've had a, a pretty eventful week since our last record. Uh, there was a tournament in South Charleston at Lost Legion Games, and we had fourteen people show up. It was a very successful tournament. It was a ton of fun. Uh, and let's talk about it. And let's talk about some of our takeaways. Uh, I played. It went four rounds, and I was playing the Midnight Suns list that I cooked up with Brandon in the uh, in the Well Laid Plans episode that we did together. And oh boy, it was fun to play. Oh boy, it was a blast. I'll tell you this: I did not think like every character that I was skeptical of in that record, I was wrong about. Like uh, Ghost Spider did so much work in the game that I brought her in. She was unbelievably useful. Uh, Iron Fist is just generally great to have on the field. I I really love this list that that we built, that Brandon, Brandon helped me build, and it is a ton of fun. I already have a change that I am probably going to make, and it is one that Stephen, you helped inspire. Oh I'm no! I'm gonna put, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put uh, Steve Avengers, uh, the Cap Steve in there. Oh really? Uh, instead, of, instead of Venom, I'm gonna replace Venom, which is a strange choice, and maybe it's the wrong choice. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I mean, um, Bodyguard is really, really helpful. It helped me in my my games, although I didn't win um, with Cap Steve. Uh, he provided a lot of defense. And if you play him with Strange, oh my God, it gets it gets ridiculous. Uh, my thought process here is it lets me play as Avengers in real corner cases, like because Blade is an Avenger, Doctor Voodoo is an Avenger. I could do at 15 points. I was thinking about this. In a 15-point game, I could do Caps, uh, Cap Steve. I could do Blade, and then I could do, I could do either Blade or Doctor Voodoo, whichever one works best mm -hmm. in the circumstance. And then Malekith, and that could be a real bullying 15, and it would let me get back down to a a ferocity of two cost instead of three which would be nice. Uh, don't forget that Iron Fist is also an Avenger. Oh boy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Although yeah, he doesn't, so he doesn't benefit from Cap's leadership. He's still an Avenger to make affiliation. Right. right. Yeah. I think that that would be a good change, but uh, uh, to the games that I played, I, pl I went two and two. I lost two and won two. 
I had uh, I started with a great game against Nick. Nick, if you're hearing this, I don't I don't know if he if he listens, but he, it was a fantastic doesn't. game. Oh well, oh well, it was a great game, and I enjoyed it immensely, and it was very close. I well, I don't know. He he beat my ass, but uh, <laughs> I feel like I put up a good fight. I feel like I put up a good fight. Uh, I won the second game. And there's an asterisk next to that I won because I technically cheated. Uh, I used we, it was Montesi formula was the uh, okay. was Fred, the... that first game he won sixteen to your fifteen. I think that it was a good game was probably accurate. Yes, it was <laughs> a very good game. It was uh, it was pretty close. Uh, I don't think that it would have gone any like. <clears throat> That 16 was going to happen, and I was not going to get to 16. Like, he was going to win, but I put up a pretty good fight. Uh, In the second game, I used the Montesi formula attack twice in one turn to high effect, which which was technically illegal. You can only do that once per turn, and I didn't realize that until after the game was over. So, to my opponent, I apologize. Uh... I feel I I feel genuinely kind of bad about it. Who did you play in the second game? Uh, Riley. Riley. Okay. Yeah, and he was playing a uh, kingpin criminal syndicate list, mm-hmm. and uh, Midnight Suns. I mean, e- even without that 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 cheat, I was I felt pretty good into that list, mostly because of the. Uh, scenarios that got drawn because it was demons downtown and montesi formula oh yeah and and both of those are good for me that's that's a real good combination of things for me Mm -hmm. yeah uh the third game i played i played against cj and this game came down to the wire i mean it was it was exceptionally close and this is the game where I played Ghost Spider, and she did so much work, it was crazy. Uh, I, I brought Malekith this game, and Malekith basically bullied the table. It felt really good, and I pulled out a win. I pulled out a win against CJ, but it was damn close. And there was a turn where it, I you tried to pull a win out of... Uh, out of a bad situation and it all came down to whether or not you could kill Wong with Winter Soldier and it was just not capable. You just, it it just couldn't come together, (laughs) but it was still a really, uh, a really cool attempt. And then my last game was against Brad and Brad trashed me. It was not close. (laughs) So those were my four games. Uh, Steven, why don't you tell us about your, your experience at the tournament? Well, I also play Midnight Suns, believe it or not. <laughs> That's yes, what uh, I usually and, run. And your list, looking at your list is why I want to make the the captain change. Because having that option, I think, would help my list. Okay. Or, or, um, or help my opponent, like, make my opponent question whether I'm bringing Captain Steve or Blade as my right. leader. Mm-hmm. Well, um... The funny thing is, I really didn't play anybody new, except for one, because my first game was against Ryan, who frequents your tournaments, 
And I yep. won that game, but I technically cheated too, Fred. So I put a um, I put a Brother Daniel token on some grunts, which is not allowed, I found out later. But we were already too far into the game. So I, I, I the score was pretty high. I think it was like, uh, I don't know, 17 to 19 or something like that. 17, I'm not 16. sure, Brett. 17, 16. Yeah. Oh, it was very close. But here's the whole thing. On round two, he was winning twelve to one. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> what what were your objectives? Um, fear grips and Brad, deadly you... meteors. Fear, okay, fear yeah. grips, world hammers, and deadly meteors. Yeah, yeah. That's... Um, and he was running uh, Malekith with Emma Frost and Nick Fury with the grunts and. I forget who else, but it was a weird agglomation. It's uh, Hellfire Club. He he was playing that Hellfire Club list. Yes, he and, was. Yes, he was. And it's hard but, to nail down exactly what's going to come in that because it can be anything. <laughs> but but we we also conferred and said I probably could have um, thrown Nick Fury into the grunts and killed the grunts because they only had one word left, and then. Um, they only have one or two wounds anyway. And then um, I would have done my attacks into Fury and the same result would have happened. So we were kind of like, yeah, it, it possibly could have happened. So, but, um, and then uh, second game I played, played Brandon. Did I play you third game, Brad? Yes. You played Brandon. Second. Yeah. yeah. And this is where I ran cap Steve and I probably should have, stuck to my guns and went with uh, Midnight Suns, but I was running Doctor Strange with Cap Steve, um, Hawkeye, uh, Iron Iron Man, and Voodoo. Um, and my whole thing was I was going for displacement because we were on um, intrusions and... Research station. Research station, yeah. So I wanted to push people off points, but the thing is... He was running Criminal Syndicate. He stuck his big boy, Black Dwarf, right in the middle, and I couldn't push anybody past him. And then there was a truck backing it up, so it was very, very crowded. So he used the train very, very well. Um, my only chance was to table his lift, which I almost did. Um, oh, Black, wow. Black Dwarf and Kingpin survived injured. Kingpin, uh, I don't know how much damage he had on him, but he started running Black Dwarf away because... He was up 15 to some other number I had, and he wasn't scoring any more points, but I didn't have enough turns left to score out to um, get to a victory, so I had to I had to attrition him. So very bloody. The kind of game Brandon doesn't like. He doesn't like going beyond round three. So around, went to round six. This yeah. was the game that took him, uh, that went to completion. Like it fulfilled all six rounds. Mm -hmm. and, and he hated it <laughs> he was no, complaining no. about hating it Fred did you just <laughs> say that this game took Brandon to completion <laughs> yes he got it got over the top and uh, <laughs> we anyway keep going keep talking about your games I'm so gonna shut up so needless to say I think I have the tools to go against criminal syndicate I just did not apply them correctly so it was a learning experience. And then my third game, I played Brad. 
And there I learned that, um, you know, I still have a lot to learn because Brad, <clears throat> Brad and I have faced off before. In the beginning, Brad used to pretty handily beat me, but as of late, we've been going back and forth a little bit. So, mm -hmm. um, but this time, Brad came out on top. What was the score, please, Brad? Seventeen eleven. Seventeen eleven. Yeah. So, I was not. Um, Storm got off a very good attack on Doctor Strange and dazed him in one go. Yeah, and that I was, was like very lucky. <laughs> but but that was a turning point. That I would have to say that was the game where um, it came down to I either I don't remember if it was Daze or KO Moon Knight, which is your only model left, or I probably mm -hmm. lose the game. And I managed to get him, and then that let me win the game. Yeah. Well, you're very kind with your words, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was um, down to whether I dazed the model or not. Yeah. And then um, my last game, I played Cork, who's from the Dayton area. Hi, Cork. How are you doing? Um, and he runs the tournaments uh, down in that area. I've been to one of those before, and I plan on going to uh, one that's coming up in April that he's going to run. But um, he was running Web Warriors with Thanos, of all people, and. Um, this game had a moment, and Doctor Strange had that moment. Fred, this is why you run Doctor Strange. <laughs> we, we were playing on demons, and I forget the extract. I'm sorry, Brad. <laughs> I'm being bad. Oh, so. um, I had clicked over to look at his list. It was Alien Ship and Demons Downtown. Okay, okay. Yeah, his list was Toad and Thanos and Gwen, Miles, and Black. Okay. Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange went into Black Cat the first time, and you can't um, do rerolls into her. But I rolled like with five dice. I rolled like eight damage. It was ridiculous. Um. And then things got set up to where Doctor Strange and Wong did a mark for death on Miles. And so I had Thanos, Black Cat, Miles, and Gwen in the Seven Sons of Cinnabus uh, beam. Oh. And I dazed all of his characters except for Black Cat, who I KO'd with that attack. And again, I was rolling eight dice for that attack. But I was coming out with like 10 damage, 9 damage. It was just, it was ridiculous. Um, needless needless to say, and Ghost Rider was chasing down Toad the whole time, and Toad couldn't get away, obviously. Um, the game came down to where he only had Thanos left on his injured side. He was bleeding, and he had a stagger token on for his last activation. And he was down to one health. So he had to shake the stagger and shake the bleed just to stay alive. So uh, it was it was pretty brutal. This is a really really good attrition list. This is what I'm finding out. I just have to get my attrition online quicker and quicker to affect the board a little bit better. That's all. Fred, wow. you should be running Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. The the Seven Suns beam seems very good with him. Oh yeah, if you get four or five people in it, it's it's lights out. It really yeah, is. Yeah, but that's like. That's a rarity. <laughs> Four you're, or five. You're running demons, right? Yeah, I am. There you go. Yeah, yeah. 
That's fair. So, I'd, I mean, anyway, so, so I will certainly consider it. I just don't know who I would remove from the list to put Malika. him in. Malika. No, I, I, I mean, you say that so quickly. He was very good in the in the game I brought him in. He was yeah. very useful. Yeah, but seven's so hard to fit sometimes. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, unlike, I mean, unlike, unlike Ghost Rider and Malakas, you can actually run Strange and Ghost Rider together. Right, right. So, but anyway, um, yeah. So I went two and two, learned a, a few things, and like this list I have is very good at attrition. So that's why. Okay. I do. All right, Brad. What? Uh, t- tell us about your game, your experience. Uh, so I ran the tournament, but I also yeah. got to play. Um. And first round, I was up against CJ, who was uh, playing Shield. And we drew Paranoia and Demons and played 16 points. And uh, on the Demons, I was like, I probably should play Juggernaut. And because of the points, that meant, and what's in my list, that meant I had to also play Toad. And then... Shield has so many reactive things. I'm like, I also really kind of want to play Mystique. And at that point, I could not be X-Men affiliated. But I can accidentally be Brotherhood affiliated, which my list can do <laughs> randomly. So I played Brotherhood the first round. Um, oh, jeez. Which... With Mystique. Which neither... With Mystique Leader, which neither CJ nor I was expecting. So, um, but she's good for holding that back demon. Yeah. Um, CJ was really good. Every time I put the token down, he moved a model back there and got rid of it. (laughs) And then I had to move another model back. But, uh, at the very end of this game, uh, if he had killed Toad, I would have lost. And he didn't kill Toad, and I won. So, similar to my game with Steven. And then second round, uh, I played against Todd, who's playing uh, Brotherhood. And he, we got Research Station and Infinity Formula. And uh, I've talked about this before. I have like a crazy high win percentage with X-Men on Infinity Formula. So I felt pretty good going into this game. Less good when he put down Hulk. He was playing Hulk, uh, uh-huh. Mystique, Leader, uh, Apex Predator, and Rogue. That was his list. Um, Hulk is real good. And the only time I've ever lost Infinity Formula was when Les played Hulk, Juggernaut, Magneto against me. And uh, so now I have two losses on Infinity Formula with my X-Men list, and I'm blaming Hulk. If you can get <laughs> if you can get Hulk on Infinity Formula, I guess I just lose. Um, I was I mean Hulk is hard to deal with. I was making a pretty good run of it, but like killing his models that weren't Hulk, but then Hulk was just killing my stuff even faster and so i just got attritioned out and then third round i played steven steven's already talked a little bit about that game oh uh, but i had a really good seven sons on you too you so. did you hit um 
three models, uh, one of which was Beast, who had two health left, and Beast survived. Well, you sacrificed. Yeah, actually. I played Sacrifice. So uh, X-23 got hit twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Toad went down like a little sack of potatoes. Yeah. So. Uh, it was a very good beam. Um, and then I played Fred, and we've already kind of talked about that game. But I ended up going 3-1, and one, which I'm pretty happy with. All right. Hey. Now, well, it was it's, a great tournament. It's oh, trivia time. Go ahead. It's trivia oh, time. Okay. We're going to do trivia about the tournament. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. okay. So we had 14 players, and I made all 14 players put their lists in as codes on Longchain. Because if you put them in as codes, you can see all the data. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play Guess the Top. Um, so there are four characters who are played in five different lists, and that's the highest number uh before we progress i feel like we should also clarify that the game that the entire tournament was won by less oh yes congratulations Les. yeah Les well did done. a great job um and uh he had to did he play nick in the final yeah he played nick in the final right yeah I yeah think but he did he, he had to go through the west virginia gauntlet because he played brandon fred uh and brad right he, did uh, he didn't play, play me no, he he played Brandon. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. but um, that is like the third tournament in a row where Les had to play against X Men in the final. He lost to me, and he's won every time since. <laughs> uh, okay, so the models that were played in five lists, there's four of them. Fred Malicus you- won. Fred, you guess first. Me? Yeah. You guess a model. I'll tell you if uh, you're wrong. Win- Winter Soldier. Correct. Correct. Okay. Steven, your turn. Uh, mine was Malekith. I'm sorry. Incorrect. 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 Fred. Uh, Dr. Voodoo. Incorrect. Really? Really oh, wow. surprising, right? Surprising. Steven. Emma Frost. Incorrect. Oh my gosh. Okay, Fred. Are we gonna do this until all the characters are gone? <laughs> We're gonna uh, do uh, it okay. until we get the top four. Uh Red Skull, Master of Hydra? No. Okay, Steven's okay. going to get one more guess, then I start giving clues. Steven. Okay. Bullseye. No. That was a good guess, though. Okay. So, uh, a clue. If you're paying attention, um, two of these models, both Les and I had in our lists. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fred, it's your turn. Is it my turn? Yeah. yeah. Apex Predator. No. Oh, what? <laughs> Toad. Steven. Toad. No. What? <laughs> this <laughs> is a fun <laughs> game. Fred. We really need more. Uh, Hold on. Uh, let's give another clue. The th- The third model that you guys are missing 
is a a popular four threat that came out in 2023. Spider Woman. Spider Woman is one of them. So Spider okay. Woman was both in Les's and my list, even though I didn't play her even once. But okay, so we got two more remaining. Steven. Rhino. Rhino. Rhino was not in my list. So we have one more. But that's friend. correct. That is correct. That oh, is correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of what uh, what Les had and what you had and what the crossover was. And I can't think of what it is. I will. I'll give an additional hint. It is one of the reasons I have accidentally fallen into Brotherhood. Oh, Mystique. No. No, that's not correct. I don't Damn think I know what Mystique. it is. Steven. I know what it is. But go ahead, Steven. Pyro? Pyro. Ding, 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 ding. Yep. So yep. that's two and two. You guys are tied right now. Okay. So this one is going to be... Uh, a little bit easier, I think. We're going to name the top two tactics cards. One of them got played in 11 lists and the other one in eight lists. So uh, what we'll do is um, we'll start with Steven this time. Can you name one of those top two team tactics cards? Team tactics cards? Yep. As in like these are affiliation tactics cards or just... There any card, tactics card that the okay. official name for the tactics cards are team tactics cards. Okay, I didn't want to get confused. Yeah, it's any um, of the cards. Well, one of them has to be brace. Brace is number one. Okay, Fred, can you guess number two for a point? Uh, number two has got to be patch up. Correct. You guys did do better on that one. Uh, and then three of them got played. F- five times and that is fallback mission objective and this is a robbery yeah uh those were the next ones uh exceptional healing four lists okay so this will be the tiebreaker and i will take a guess from each of you before i reveal if anyone got it right um what was the number one crisis played? Number one crisis uh, played. Do, Fred, you can go first. Uh, um, fear grips. Okay, Steven? Steven's downtown. Neither one of those is correct. We're going to go another round of guessing. Fred? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, uh... I don't have any idea now. Uh, sword base. Okay. There's no way that's even. Intrusions. Those are both incorrect. And you're right, oh, Fred. Geez. There's no way it was sword base. There's no way it was sword base. That was a uh, bad guess. <laughs> let's go one more round of guessing, and then it's a tie if you both miss this. Fred. Ah, uh, scrolls. Okay, and Steven? Senators. Scrolls is the right answer. Eight, okay. Eight people okay. played Scrolls. Uh, 
Uh, now to clarify, you mean they brought it as one of their yeah, crisis yeah, cards? Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't. Late. It doesn't keep the data on how often it got played. Um, okay. Okay. I could crunch that data myself, but I'm not going to. And then the there were three at seven right under it, and it was demons, uh, hammers, and research station. So. <laughs> Those were pretty good guesses. <laughs> okay, Fred wins. Fred wins. Oh. Uh, there are only two Infinity Gems played. They're both on um, Cork's Thanos. It was Mind and Power. Mm -hmm. Yep, I remember that. So, Well, Fred, you had to win something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> he won two well, of his no. games. Well, no, because I won the painting competition, so. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, oh, congratulations. Yeah. I, f I totally blanked <laughs> out the painting competition uh, with your um, Dr. Voodoo. I almost said Brother Voodoo. Your Dr. <laughs> Voodoo that uh, Brandon told you to put in the competition. Yeah, because I was going to put in Blady. He goes, no, Dr. Voodoo. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's why... That's why I made that deal with Brandon. So, to be fair, uh, I think that your blade looks awesome too. Uh, the and and this was uh, there was some competition. Like, it wasn't a complete blowout. There were some oh. beautifully painted models. I think but, Les uh, is at um, Adepticon, by the way. Oh really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, break a leg, Les. Go break some legs. Uh, but um, as I was saying. Uh, your Dr. Voodoo was in, very beautiful and shined even more above all the competition. So well done. Well done, well, Stephen. Brett, 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 thank you. Thank you. Brett said it was very close. So. It was. Yes, I was it. about to say that. You won by one vote. Oh, my goodness. And there were three people tied one vote left, less than you. Oh, my. There were a lot yeah, of good so models. There, it was very uh, a very rich field of very yeah. well painted models. Hmm. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to step up my game from now on. Yeah. So it was very close. Okay, Fred, what's next on our agenda? Okay, uh, did you guys want to talk about games you played this week? I do because I learned something yesterday when I I played two games against Brandon. Did you guys want to know okay. what I learned? Yes. Tell us what you, you learned. You don't I, like playing Criminal Syndicate. I learned. I didn't. We, he didn't play Criminal Syndicate either game. I what? learned again. I've learned this lesson before. I keep oh. learning it. X Force is really fun. Like X Force, yeah. Really, really fun. Okay. You played X Force. I did right. the first game. Um, Brandon played the Cabal list that. Steven and him made on the podcast and that episode's not out yet so you have something to look forward to and I'm not going to talk about the list and um, oh. I played X-Force with um, Psylocke in it which she works so good in X-Force like she was great um, and we played at 20 points so my X-Force is a little light on the X-Force members because I always play Winter Soldier and I try to play Baron Zemo every game. And then I also had Cable, of course, X-23. Uh, 
Psylocke, is that enough Psylocke points? and Honey Badger? No, uh, Bullseye. Uh, yeah, I have three twos in that list, but I figure I'd take someone who could actually interact with the, because Honey, ba <laughs> Honey Badger and Nebula can't. Right. <laughs> uh, Nebula's going to get cut for Logan after Brandon and I talked about it after the games. Because um, I need another. Yeah, I don't know if you two. Uh, if you need three twos, that's quite well, a Well, and I, I need to fit another four into the list because of Psylocke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because 19, we played another game at 19, uh, which is one point less. And I didn't, I couldn't turn, I couldn't play Psylocke. Psylocke just did not fit in the list without taking two of my twos. And I didn't want to do that. So um, the second game, Brandon played his Hellfire Club list. Oh, I won the first game um, pretty handily. Uh, oh, I was going to say, oh. <laughs> dice, were, dice were a little lopsided, and I he rolled very few successes on blocks on defense, and I killed almost everything in his list. And then the second game, he played his Hellfire Club. We played at 19. I played... Um, some X-Force people. Really, it's the exact same list, except instead of Psylocke, I had to play Domino. Um, this went way better for him. Uh, even, he rolled probably average defense, which probably helped. And then he was doing a good job of killing my models with like Red Skull 2 and Venom and Iron Man. And it was a close, pretty close game, but he did win it. And I had fun both games, so I might be going back to playing them for fun. Well, okay. just like the Midnight Suns, you know, their um, X Force is made to be an attrition list, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, it was fun to roll dice and re-roll some dice, and Psylocke was bonkers. She was like moving all over the table, making seven die builders, and it was great. Okay. Well, uh, what about you, Stephen? Did you play a game today? Yes, yes. I actually got to play against uh, Josh. He and his son Elliot show up on Thursdays sometimes. They don't have uh, Cub Scouts, but um, he was playing Emma Frost also. Um, Doing the Hellfire, Hellfire Club, and uh, he brought uh, Old Sabretooth. Uh, we're we're playing um, Hammers and um, the uh, Meteors, and we're playing at eighteen. So we brought uh, Sabretooth, Venom, Blade, and Rocket Raccoon. It's kind of weird, but. Um, I brought my Midnight Suns, and I brought Blade, Moon Knight, Strange Wong, and Voodoo. And needless to say, the only person he had left was Sabretooth after four rounds. And he oh, was gosh. injured. Yeah, this, like I said, this, I, I made some changes to my list, though, Fred. I took out Captain America and Iron Man. So, okay. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to find that good fit for the last 
last two because I have Hawkeye who's going to be Black Cat at some point in time. I just got to get her painted up. Um, but I'm thinking along the lines of I want to um, put in Spider-Woman and Miles Morales because Black Cat and Moon Knight are web warriors and all four of those characters have stealth and ways to steal things. Okay. So that might give me better scenario play because I'm really good at attrition. I don't really need any more help with that. So, but yeah, uh, for, for this, I was like, well, for the meantime, I'll just put Captain Marvel and Baron Zemo in there. And lo and behold, I didn't even take them. So just like Brad Spider-Woman. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, that, that game was pretty vicious. Pretty vicious. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like it was. The, voodoo, uh, voodoo with two hammers is not a good time. Oh my goodness. So, Voodoo. Yeah. We, when we do voodoo, we're we're gonna have a lot to talk about because he is a very good character. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, is there anything else that we need to cover before we cover who we're talking today? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. So maybe. Oh, I'm just still working on stuff. The Android apps out. Um, websites not going anywhere. It, they share data. Um, iOS app still still working on it. Um, I haven't had as much time the last two weeks as I thought. I'm also I've started working on assets for a Shatterpoint app. So if you're gonna get into Shatterpoint, I think I Already. think I'm gonna be making an app. Well, if All I right. get on the ground floor, maybe I'll be get the go to. Okay, well, uh, I look forward to using your app when we play Shatterpoint. All right, let's move on to who we're talking about today, and that is a gentleman by the name of Modoc. Modoc One, the original flavor. Uh, all right, let me get this guy pulled up. Okay, his name is, as stated previously in our previous episode of Modoc, George Tarleton. He has two physical defense, three energy defense, and three mystic defense. He has 10 stamina on his front side and a whopping four on his backside. He is five threat, size four, and he moves slow. Uh, Brad, why don't you take his attacks? So his first attack is uh, mystic. Range four, six dice. Uh, it builds power, and it has wild sap power. So, for every wild, they lose a power, and you gain a power. Uh, his spender is a physical attack called Doomsday Chair. It's also range four. It is, however, seven dice and costs three power. Uh, it has wild bleed, and after the attack is resolved. Uh, you make an additional attack, uh, just like the one you just did, without paying for the power. Uh, you can make that against an a, another character within two of the original target character, and you that can't make you do another attack. Uh, there, okay. that's his okay. attacks. <clears throat> 
Okay, uh, Stephen, why don't you take the the first three superpowers? Okay. Um, the first one is an active superpower. It will cost you two power, called Bow to the Will of Modoc. Choose an enemy character within three, advance that target character short. This superpower can only be used once per turn. And then we have another active superpower called Imbecile. All the world is a weapon to Modoc. It will cost you two power again. Choose an interactive terrain feature of size three or less within three and throw it long. This superpower can only be used once per turn. Last but not least, we have a reactive power, which is called um, P-Brain. Modoc, Modoc's genius is infinite. This is an X power cost. So you can spend as much power as you need. While this character is attacking or defending during the modified dice step of the attack, it may spend any amount of power to use this superpower. For each power spent, this character may reroll one of its attack or defense dice. This superpower can only be used once per turn. So if you're attacking twice in a turn, it can only be used for one of those attacks. Okay. And uh, the last superpower is the thing that really sets him apart as a very annoying person to play against, and that is something called Psionic Force Field. Uh, when defending against an attack, this character changes wild results in the attack roll to blanks, which is bananas. Absolutely bananas. Oh, boy. Okay, let's talk about this character. <laughs> uh, so this is the, the nerfed version of Modoc. He used to be even better than this. Uh, he's still really good. Like, I think that he's 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 great. Right. He's got a lot of... Oh. Hold yep. on, buddy. You forgot one thing, though. Oh, I did? His psionic force field is not available to him on his injured side. That's right. That's right. And that is important. So if you can drill through that first 10 stamina... His backside is a lot worse than his front side. Like, he only has four stamina on his backside, and he loses his best defensive trait. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, thank you. Thank you for correcting me. Sorry about uh, the interruption. No, that's fine. Uh, he's he, he has got long-range attacks, range four on all of his attacks. Uh, Doomsday Chair, if you are hitting a character who's range four away from you. You can then whirling blades into a character who is range two away from that character. So it can be even further away or wait, is, is it still bound by the range of the attack? No, that secondary not. attack is not. Okay. So you can touch someone who is range four, a size base and then range two away. That's pretty far. That is pretty far away to be making an attack. Yeah, the only the only instance where it wouldn't um, do that is for characters that have stealth or stealth-like abilities. Okay, so it wouldn't work against a character with stealth? Correct. Yeah, if you had, like, Miles Morales at range 5, and you attacked, like, Gwen at range 4, you couldn't attack Miles. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. As it but says, still. the additional attack must target another character within two of the original target character. You cannot target somebody um, outside of uh, the range of three. 
Okay. Okay. So that is, uh, it is very impressive. It is an impressive ability. Uh, I, I also think that just his defensive ability, he has 10 health on his front and he's usually far back. He's mm-hmm. usually not like way out in the middle of the fight. So his survivability is pretty high with the ability to get rid of any wilds. That means that most characters, a lot of characters have triggers on wild and none of those triggers will ever work against MODOK. Right. There, there are three specific characters that can go into MODOK with attacks and not really worry. Um, that being Red Skull, um, Loki, and Corvus Glaive. Because okay. they can pay for the power to uh, count their blanks and their results. Mm-hmm. So if they have any wilds in that result, for Modoc, he'll change them to a blank and they'll count as damage. Yeah. It'll still hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's correct. Okay. All right. Well, uh, talk about him, Stephen. What's what are your thoughts here? Oh, I've you run him. him quite a bit. Yeah, I've run him in Spider Foes, and oh my goodness, this person. Oh, he's a nightmare. Um, he's got diversity of attacks, like you already said. Doomsday Chair is fantastic. Um, he gets power really easy with his psionic blast, and then he spends it really easy. I mean, it's it's a roller coaster. You get lots of power, and then you spend lots of power. It's um, what can I say? The only thing that holds him back is that um, is that uh, short movement. Um, so that's that's why he was so good with Red Skull in the beginning, because Red Skull j- could just place him within two, and then he would just start attacking twice around. So. Um, yeah, there's, he's, he's, you have to have a plan to go into him. That's what I've, that's what I figured out. Uh, you just can't go into him willy nilly because it won't work. Right. Now, remember yeah. char- characters with rerolls are also important too, because, uh, you modify your dice before he modifies, uh, your dice. So things like Pierce, do work against his defenses, but he'll change that. He'll change that to a blank. But if you do roll a wild, okay, and you have somebody who has a re-roll, they can re-roll that wild to try to get another result. So, okay, that is that is, that is a couple of things that you can do. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, uh, Brad. What are your thoughts here on Modoc? Modoc used to be before the nerf uh broken like just way too good he was in every list and so they would always so they nerfed him to be still pretty darn good um you if you want to splash him you should not feel bad about it if uh he's affiliated he's almost certainly in your list he's he's really good um not be surprised if like Hulk uh they have just decided that this is not the Modoc they want in the game. Right. Uh I, that is why we are doing we did uh the original Hulk last episode and we're doing Modoc 1 this episode. And the reason we're doing that 
is because we think that there's a possibility. We've not heard anything official. There's no, uh, there's no like rumors floating around, but it is a distinct possibility that they may be getting ready to rotate Modok and Hulk out of uh, Modok one and Hulk one out of play, just in general, because they might be too meta warping just in in their nature. Uh, there. That I've I I felt like I needed to say that. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, Brad. If you still have no, points to I make, I don't really have any more points to make. He he's really good. He's just really good. Yeah, that, thro- that throw is incredible. The throw is very. very oh yeah, good. we didn't even talk about that. It, it's a it's a great throw. It's range three. It, it picks up anything size three within range three and throws it long for two power. That's mm-hmm. a great throw. Oh yeah, it's oh boy, it's just. What can you say, right? Throwing it long, it's like most throws are medium, and more of them are short. Um, this is a long throw. Uh, I know Ebony Maw has a long throw, and it's um, the same thing except it's size four. I forget how much power it costs. And then Juggernaut has a long throw, but that's the only thing I can think of. And Juggernaut's is with a card, and that's the only thing I can think of right off the top of my head that has a, that long throw. Yeah, it's it's a very useful thing to have. Uh, he he does have two tactics cards that we should go over. Uh, the first one is called Aim Lackeys. It is unaffiliated and active, and Modok may spend three power to play this card. Choose another allied character. That character may perform a move action as an additional action during its next activation this round. Uh, to clarify that does not mean it immediately moves. It happens during that character's activation. Mm-hmm. But you could play this on that character's activation. Correct? Um, read the card again one more time, please. Yes. Uh, Modoc does not have to be Modoc's activation. Right. So, uh, like, if you wanted to do it on, say, because he's in the, in the art Taskmaster... You could wait till Taskmaster's turn, then Modok could spend the three power and he would get an additional move. Do it on Moon Knight when he's got the extra move himself, right? So four <laughs> moves. <laughs> yeah. Just just run around the board. Uh, I, I, I'm not blown away by this. I mean, this it, I can see this very being very useful, but it's taking up a tactics card slot that's not. I mean. Well, it, it was I, it was to help out the big boys in Criminal Syndicate. It would certainly help out Crossbones, who is pictured on the on the art. Well, That's what I, mean, I thought you were gonna say. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, well, but but that would require you to take Crossbones. But I mean, you have Kingpin. Uh, you've got Omega Red. You've got Rhino. I mean, you have a lot of slow plotters. You know what I mean? So true. Yeah, the thing is, is it's three power. If it if it were less power, if it were enough power that he could, in theory, be able to use it on round one, it would be a much better card. But I don't think he can. I, I, you might be able to get him enough power to be able to use it on round one, but it would be tough, and you'd probably have to use a card to get it done in the first place. So you're already and and at that point, I don't think this is worth this effect. 
Well, there's also another thing, Fred. Um, it has no range restriction. That's true. That's true. So he could be way far back, and mm -hmm. he could affect yeah. someone at the front of the battle. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying this, this is useless. It's just, it's not. Well, I, don't, I, mean, I don't see you bringing this one. I mean, to contest yeah. a point, so you can put somebody up there to throw somebody off the point. I mean, it does does have its uses so. yeah yeah i'm not i'm not not denying that not denying that all right uh, let's move on to his other card it is called psychic fortress it is an unaffiliated active card and modok may spend three power to play this card modok gains cover this round and allied characters gain cover while within range four of modok this round so this is similar to um magneto's card that does this except it is more expensive and has a greater range and you don't get it back. Uh, I think this one's a little bit, I, I'm, I might be wrong here, but I think this one's a little bit more useful than the other one. Uh, cover is big. Cover can, be, can save your life. Well, just uh, imagine, imagine the cover that MODOK gets and then he's blanking out all your wilds. Yeah. How, yeah. how difficult is that? Yeah. He, I mean, this could be, this is Modoc safe and uh, range four, that's pretty far. And mm -hmm. your friends will, you'll have some allies within range four of Modoc, probably. So it'll be useful for them as well. And cover, I mean, that's an extra, that's one less damage you take. Right. It's not always the case that that's the case, but I mean, most of the time, it most of the time it's one less damage you take, which can be a great, it can be great. Um, yeah, like I said yeah. before, you have to have a plan to go into him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, is there anything else that we want to talk about for Modoc before we go into our letter grades? Okay, um, you've been quiet, Brad. Why yeah. don't you start us off? Um, Did you just give him an F? <laughs> no, I said yeah. Oh, I was agreeing oh, I that I've been F. quiet. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I think he is still splashable. Very good model. Um, I think he's an A minus. Like he's up there in the top tier. All right. Well, what what about you, Stephen? Uh, I'm I'm at a B plus, um, just because I know how good he is because I've played him before. But um, there 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 are some plans he just doesn't fit. So I agree with Brad. He is splashable, but sometimes with us getting more and more characters, that splash is a little bit hard to justify. So I I I, I think he was in the A category where he was splashable in other affiliations. I think he slipped into that high B category, though, because of all the new characters that we've gotten since he's come out. Okay, okay, that's that's absolutely fair. I was, I, I was going into this thinking I was going to give him an A. Uh, do it. I, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to give him an A. I'm, I think he's, I mean, he's great. He's really useful. He's really useful on the table. Do you remember? I, I don't remember what I gave to the other Modoc. 
Did I give him a lower than A score or did I give him an A? I, I think know. I gave him an A minus. I don't remember either. But uh, I think there's a vast difference. There's a greater difference between that Modoc and this Modoc. And I feel like this Modoc. Uh, I he I don't think he's better. I don't think he's better than the other Modoc. I think he's I think they're both very good. And I'm gonna give this one an A. I'm not gonna stress about consistency. That's not my thing. I don't do consistency. So that puts his average at an A minus. I think that's correct. I think that's the first time you've said a correct one of those in a while. <laughs> well, um but in comparison to Modoc Scientist Supreme coming out, uh, they both have two different functions, right? Right. They're they are filling different roles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is this is pure attrition. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we don't have Brandon today. Uh, Brad. Oh, before but before Brandon's segment. Brad, what are your comic book recommendations for MODOK? Comic books. I do know comic books. I have two recommendations today. I've got a, kind of an old school MODOK story and then a fairly recent MODOK story. So the old school one is um, since he his new version is coming out with Hulk and his original version came out with Hulk, I found us a Hulk story. So it's Incredible Hulk. 287 through 290 it's by Mil bill mantlo and there were like six artists for this app for this issue so uh there's a rebellion in aim and Murdoch is trying to hang on to the power he has um to do this he manipulates the abomination um hulk villain and uh I'm wrong. what uh, keep going I'm, I'm being stupid. Uh, on the TV show, She-Hulk. If you've seen that, Abomination's on there. Anyway, Modoc is so despicable and heinous and awful in this that you kind of feel bad for all the other villains that are in this, uh, this issue, this series of issues, this story. Uh, you feel bad for Abomination, who's not a good person in the comics. And... Uh, but Modoc is just so much worse. <laughs> On brand for Modoc. Yeah. The next story is Modoc Head Games. This is by Jordan Bloom, uh, Pat Patton Oswald. I have a typo on here, and Scott Hepburn. Uh, did yeah. Did you say Patton Oswald? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Voice of Modoc from the Modoc TV show, Patton Oswald, helped write this comic, huh. along with Jordan Bloom, who created and wrote that TV show. I forgot that that TV show existed, if I'm to be perfectly honest. I liked it a lot. Um, I've never watched it. So if you like that TV show, you'd probably like this comic. Jordan Bloom and Patton Oswalt are probably the two biggest Modoc fans in, that exist. Uh, but they wrote this comic, and in it, Modoc is having visions of a family, 
and he can't figure out if that's real or not. Um, which kind of ties into the TV show a little bit. And he goes on a quest to figure out if his family is real or not. And he interacts with uh, different parts of the Marvel Universe. So there's AIM stuff. that He does something with Tony Stark, Iron Man. Uh, Gwenpool shows up one issue. And various other people show up. He goes to a supervillain auction um, at one point, which is kind of fun. Where they're like buying all the gadgets and stuff they use to kill superheroes, try to kill superheroes. That's it. One a little more lighthearted, and then the other one is real dark. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Let's move on to what would be Brandon's normally normal thing. Brad, did you manage to put him into a? Or, or does, do either one of you have a list that you would like to put Modoc into? Sure, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, let's go with Brad first. Okay, so I'm going to do what Brandon would do, and I'm going to say play him with uh, Kingpin Criminal Syndicate. He stays healthy that is- <laughs> the entire game. You can just sit him on a point and go pew pew, and he lives. I mean, uh, can I be? Uh, I think that Brandon would not bring him in this segment, though, because Brandon likes to do him do out of affiliation stuff. Is he affiliated in Criminal he, Syndicate? He, yes, he he's, is. he's Criminal Syndicate oh, affiliated. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll okay. take that all I back. I thought you were. I thought you were uh, trolling Brandon. <laughs> I was a little bit, but I did not realize he was affiliated. In that case. Do the exact same thing. Stick him on a point. He stays healthy the whole time. Go pew, pew, pew in X-Men. <laughs> okay. What about you, Steven? What have you got? Oh, you got to go with the villains on this one. It, it's Spider-Foes all day long. Yeah. Your, your, your 17 is Goblin, Venom, Rhino, MODOK. Go uh, to town. Go uh, to town. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, real. And then if you go 20, throw in Lizard. What the heck, right? <laughs> yeah, All that's, right. that's just, that's a beef city, and it's going to come at you like a freight train. Yes, it is. Okay, well, that's Modoc. We have discussed him. Uh, he's a good character, and, oh, I, I don't, okay, so you probably... Wow. You probably shouldn't buy him unless you have an immediate thought to bring him into a list. Yeah, maybe Mo- give, it, just, just, give it like half a month. Yeah, yeah, give it two weeks. <laughs> we're we're worried that he might get rotated. But, I mean, he's he rocks. He's very good. Uh, that if he does leaves... get rotated, I just want to point this out, AMG are dirty, filthy liars. I mean, yes, they, they are. <laughs> they have already lied to us before. <laughs> they have, but this uh, one's real bad because they said you'll always get to play bad. with your models. We will never rotate out any characters. Yep. All right. Uh, that leaves my segment. Uh, so I, I I'm gonna bring a podcast this time. 
And I may have brought this in the past. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, but it's a podcast that I love dearly. Uh, and it has kind of this very, very fast-paced comedic sensibility to it. Uh, it is an actual play D&D podcast called Dungeons and Daddies. Uh, highly recommend. It's probably the funniest podcast that I've ever heard. And that's saying something because there are some very good co- podcasts out there. But this podcast, it is uh, DM'd by the one of the head writers on Borderlands 2. So that should tell you something about the quality of the writing on this podcast. Uh, it is hysterically funny. Go listen to it. It's got kind of this, uh, this gonzo energy. And that's kind of the same energy that I associate with Modoc. So that's kind of what my thought was. All right. Well, uh, that's it. That's all that we've got for you today. Uh, go play some games. Go have some fun. Uh, see you later.